So most people think that Memorial Day is the sale day. We go to Home Depot, buy an appliance or a tool or something like that because it's on sale. But that's not what Memorial Day is. And today I have someone really special to me that's joining me on the podcast to talk about Memorial Day. I have Lonnie Robinson. Lonnie, you served many years in the, in the Marine, Marine Corps. Corps. Um, been deployed three times. More than that. But yeah. More than time. But you are a combat vet. Yes. So this is why I kind of wanted to get you on. Now, before we get going, I am the only one that has these hats. This is how special Lonnie is, is he's going to get one of these hats. <laughs> Jason, thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't expect this, but yeah, appreciate a lot. Yeah. So what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about was, you know, again, you know, like I said in the intro, you know, people think of Memorial Day as let's go buy a tool or buy a lawnmower and stuff like have that. Have a barbecue. Have a barbecue, get together. But that's not what this this holiday is about. No, it's not. Memorial Day is a uh, is a remembrance day for the technical part of it. It was um, began in 1868. It was called Decorations Day. Um, in 1884, they changed the name to Memorial Day, and then in 1968, Congress made an act where they changed Memorial Day from the day it used to be, which is always the 30th of May, to the to a Monday holiday. And 1868, they did Memorial Day and three other holidays. They decided to make them Monday holidays. But um, So that's the technicalities of Memorial Day, Decorations Day. Um, a lot of folks will say Happy Memorial Day, and that's not what Memorial Day is. It's not a happy... I've, I've always felt weird about that, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, people say Happy Memorial Day, and, and it's... It's odd, right? It is. It's because it's not, it's not a day, it's a day of reflection. It is. And you don't think of a day of reflection as happy. So I always felt weird saying mm -hmm. happy Memorial Day. And, and that's true. I mean, a lot of folks do it. And I understand they don't get the full definition the way veterans or, or family members of veterans who've passed or, or know someone that has passed, they don't get the full impact of that. So... When they say Happy Memorial Day, I don't correct them. I mean, it's not my place to correct them. I, I just figure that, you know, they're, they're being nice, they're being polite, and I accept it as that. But to those of us who know, it's not that happy holiday. Not at all. And that's kind of why we're talking today. Um, you know, for me, and we talked offline, where I said, you know, I wanted to get you on because I wanted a, a combat vet to come on because I don't know. I haven't been deployed. I'm not a combat vet. I haven't lost a family member or anybody that I know to action, which is exactly what this holiday is about, mm -hmm. is remembering those who gave their life for the country and in service of the country. So I wanted to bring you on. Um, you've been deployed a couple of times and you've seen action. You've been shot at mm -hmm. <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about you know being a combat veteran what you think about this holiday and what you think about people don't, I don't want to say they don't respect the holiday. They just, they lost its meaning. And exactly. They've lost the meaning. They don't have a full in-depth understanding of Memorial Day. Once again, like you touched on, it's not a party day like some folks would do for 4th of July or even Veterans Day. Memorial Day is a reflection, a remembrance of those that we've lost. And I've been fortunate that none of my direct family members, my fathers, my uncles, my cousins, my son, who's an army veteran himself, 
I haven't lost any of those family members, but I have lost friends, close friends and acquaintances to various actions. Um, in 1983, when the barracks in Beirut was bombed, I lost a lot of friends there. Um, it's just been, you know, in the Gulf War, I've lost people, had people injured. I myself was injured. So Memorial Day is not about injuries, but actual loss of life in service. I wear this shirt and it's, it's to bring attention to service members who lose the final battle after their, after their terms, tours mm -hmm. usually, but this is not what Memorial Day is about. Although all veterans should be remembered on Memorial Day. On yeah. Veterans Day, excuse me. And it's good that you brought that shirt up because, I mean, May is Suicide Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. um, just last week I had um, Sarah Joy Albright from Hold My Guns. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked a lot about suicide fitness and we brought up the 22 push-ups. Um, because, I mean, that is a, it, it's, 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 un, it, it's unacceptable. I mean, we have these politicians that they're really good at starting wars. They're really crappy at ending them, and they're really crappy about dealing with the aftermath mm -hmm. because war's done. War's never done to somebody who's been deployed. It's never done. It never ends. I mean, there's always that thought, those afterthoughts, what ifs, who ifs, who isn't. Um, there's always, I mean, I have, I, I have thoughts constantly about where's this guy, where's that guy, where's this lady? I mean... So you, you know, you lose touch. A lot of us lose touch. I mean, we're not as close as we used to be with those we served with. Some of it is ourselves going into our shells, closing ourselves off to kind of hide that part of us. But it's, it's something that, you know, needs to be contemplated and thought about. Once again, politicians are great at starting wars. They're horrible at managing wars. And they don't, don't manage the aftermath of the war. Yeah, it, so you know your your final war that you were in was the Gulf War, the first the first Gulf War, Desert Storm. Mm -hmm. So I was in high school when that happened, and Young you guy. know the two of us, <laughs> two of us talked about this offline because I mentioned it. You know, back when I was in high school, this was the push button war, mm -hmm. right? Um, now you can see it; nobody else can. Um, over there on the one wall was is a picture of the Vietnam Memorial. That my sister and my mom and I gave to my father because he was a Vietnam era veteran. And um, he could never bring himself to go to that memorial because it was, he, he always said he would break down mm -hmm. if he would. But that's, when that war kicked off, that was sitting over my father's desk. And he goes, anytime a politician talks about going to war, I want you to remember this picture. And that's the whole thing is that that kind of made it hit home for me that it, it's not a push button war. I mean, there were, you were deployed in the There's desert. There's no push button war. I mean, unless it's a fully remote automated missiles being launched, it's not a push button war. As long as there's troops on the ground, it's not a push button war. Yeah. There's, there's going to be people in there, hot, sweaty, cold, freezing, sweaty, thirsty, hungry, scared, Scared, scared. Anyone who says they don't have fear is delusional to themselves, usually. But delusional is not a correct word. They're hiding it yeah. better. But yeah, there's no, there's no push-button war. It's always about troops on the ground, troops in the air, troops at sea. There's always something 
that's not push button. Yeah, and there's war. There's a human element to it. Um, you know, there's people, there's people who are in there before the war even starts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they're the advanced troops. They're trying not to be detected. They're mm-hmm. looking at. I mean, uh, recon. Mm-hmm. They're doing all that stuff even before it even launches. So anybody that says that they're doing this stuff from satellites, they're doing. Hey, look, satellites are great, but they don't get you the entire picture. They only give you the, a, a, an above picture exactly. mm-hmm. when it's there. Exactly. If, that, if that satellite's passing over, they only have so much time. You can't see fronts of buildings. You can't sit there long term, watch and stuff. These are all things that are going on. So they can't say that it's push-button war. Exactly. And, and, and even with drones, the way the United States and other governments are using drones currently... There are still operators at a base somewhere, either a Ford base or a base in the States or a remote base that are operating those drones. So it's, it's push button to an extent, but there's still a person operating that drone. There's still someone up pushing the buttons, operating the satellite functions, the photography, zooming in, zooming out. So There's always an, a human element to there's it. There's always a human element. Yeah, the, it, and that's something we really... <clears throat> need to remember i mean there there are some people that are you know we have ukraine going on right now right i mean it's horrible what's going on over there it drives me nuts where people are going we need to help out that's fine we can help out but we can do it from this far away look that's that's your guys war go deal with it we'll give you some support that's awesome i don't i don't want to send troops there right um that's just not our thing that's that's not our war Exactly. Um, I mean, but honestly, you can, you've read stories, I'm sure. I mean, there's Americans who are over there currently. There are. I mean, there, there are volunteers who are not endorsed by our government, which is fine. Um, we are supplying aid, and as far as weapons, munitions, surveillance, once again, those satellites and drones. But I do not think Americans at this point need to be on the ground in a full military presence in Ukraine, yeah. Currently. I mean, and if you think about, it, technically, we do because we reopened the base, mm-hmm. or not the base, the the, the embassy. Embassy. Mm-hmm. There's Marines guarding that embassy. Mm-hmm. If there's an if there's an embassy, we have Marines there. Mm-hmm. They're they're guarding that thing. So technically, we have boots on the ground. They're just not Combat. actively engaged. We're not. They're not com- right. active combatants at that at this right. point in time. They're still in a protective mode at the embassy. And other facilities that they may be involved in. But technology does fail. Mm-hmm. Who knows if a missile goes wide? We could, still could not be engaged in warfare and still lose of course. people to that. We've, that's happened many times in the history. Uh, take the Iranian take in, takeover of our yeah. barracks. Yeah. Um, you know, those were not combat Marines. A lot of them were from combat MOSs. They were on embassy duty at the time, and they did what they had to do as long as they were able to. And given the instructions they were given at the time from the politicians, uh, you know, the military commanders, so they did what they did, and that was not a great experience, yeah. as you know. But that's political, and I'd like to focus back on, on sure. the Memorial Day Absolutely. portion of this. Um, as, as I said, there's people who pass... And earlier days, I would always take my children out to Fort Harrison on Memorial Day so we could look over 
and reflect and I would discuss with them what these people meant and some of the ones who passed in service, a lot of the ones out there did not pass in service. But So we, we discussed that and touch base. I, I like to think it helps them grow and realize the sacrifice others have made. So, all right, so you have children. You've got a, a few few kids. I, I, know you're, I know you and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about if you're raising a kid now, how do you explain Memorial Day to a child right now? So my thought on that is to stress the departed portion of it. It's not just a barbecue or a sale, as you said. It's not going to the beach or the mountains um, to go skiing in some places at this time of the year still. Um, It's just a serious talk, and you need to address your kids at their appropriate age level. Um, There's things you don't want to say say to kids who are 3, 4, and 5 that you could say to a 13, 14, 15-year-old, young adult. So there's just various... You have to take it as per the kid's Sure, you don't want readiness. to. Yeah, if the kid's three years old, you don't get into exactly things. There, there was a war. Somebody died exactly. protecting you for your right, and you just kind of just exactly. stop there. As they get older, you can talk a little bit more about exactly. experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and that's the way I've done it with my children. I mean, now they're all. My youngest is fifteen, and you know, so they're past that point of. The child talk, and they have questions now. I answer questions. Hard to believe that he's 15 now. It is. He's driving. (laughs) It's just so weird to think of that. We've got to go buy him a truck. So, yeah, he's driving. He'd prefer to have a sports car, of course. Of course. He gets a truck like the rest of my kids did. (laughs) And a sports car in Montana is not really a... It's funny um, because I've seen some some Corvettes out Mm -hmm. recently. I'm like... Yeah, that's a nice car, but that's just not a Montana car. Exactly. <laughs> well, it is for three months of the year. Maybe exactly. Four. So that's, that's how you get it. So do you think, and I'm going to go a little bit on education here. Do you think we do enough in education, understanding these holidays? I mean, Memorial Day, well, exactly what is Memorial Day? What is Veterans Day? The, the difference between, because we talked offline about the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial mm-hmm. Day. And that's one of the things that you were talking about is people like to thank that story Memorial Day, which is, you know, nice, but that's not what the holiday is. No. It is, it is the departed, those, those who passed in, uh, in combat. Uh, my thoughts on education levels, I don't think the public schools stress it as much as they did when I was a youth. Um, just this week, as I was coming over here, I was thinking to myself, I have not seen a single group selling poppies, the way you used to always sell yep. poppies in grocery yep. stores or department stores. Or, I mean, I, did, I haven't seen that this year. And it's, it's, I haven't seen them in a while. I know. It's saddened me that, you know, coming over here thinking about this, I haven't seen it in a while. And it's it just, the remembrance portion of it has faded. I mean, war has become more commonplace. We were in, in this past war for a long time. We're in Vietnam for a long time. So people are, they're numbed. I mean, it's not as important as it was when it first started in 1868 or when some of the veterans were in Vietnam. I mean, there was a lot of controversy about Vietnam and the people were not treated well when they returned. This past war, it's been better experience. So, but yeah, I, I don't think that their education is there. The public schools, the political environment is not it's not is not in, inclusive yeah. to remembering veterans positively in all 
walks so, of life. So, you know, when I went to high school, I was in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, Delaware, it's a, it's a little different for us in Delaware. At least I don't know what it is now, at least when I went to high school, because we have Dover Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Dover Air Force Base is where the caskets come back to the United mm-hmm. States. They come through Dover. And so Memorial Day is, was a little different for me in high school um, because of that. You had that you had that constant reminder. You had that constant reminder of going of what's going on. And again, like I said, I was I was a senior in high school during Desert Storm. You know, after we got through the whole push button war thing, those caskets were coming back. I mean, that's where they came back through. And then that's when you start thinking a little more about, hey, this is this is not, you know, I mean. I don't want to say there's no honor in, in warfare, right? I mean, a, a soldier's duty is a, one of the most honorable things to protect a country. It's dishonorable to start losing the the meaning of this holiday, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, it is. I mean, these people have, they have given the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Whether we believed in whatever conflict we're in or not, they still deserve our respect mm-hmm. for what they've done. So, um, have you ever been to Arlington National Cemetery? I have. You have? Good. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I have. Thank you. That's nice. Have you been to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier? I have. So, see, that's another thing. Um, those are honorable places. Yes. The respect that's needed when you visit those places is beyond anything most folks can realize or understand. The Tomb of the Unknown, Unknown Soldier, those guards who are there, they take a strict oath they have to follow the rest of their lives. I mean, to be a guardian, you have to take the oath and you have to you have to stand up to that oath the rest of your life. It's not just while they're there, it's not just while they're in the army, it's the rest of their lives. They've taken and made a commitment forever. And um, that's, that that's, gets to you, if you think about it, that gets you because that, that means no alcohol, no profanity, a lot of this stuff they have to do for the rest of their lives to keep that guardian. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It is. And, and those are... I mean, they're, they're very sacred places, what you, what you talked about. Um, when you go to Arlington, just, you know, when you sit there and, you, and you, you look in every direction and all of those headstones are perfectly aligned, mm-hmm. um, it, it's beyond just you know, being precise, it's, you know, this is the way everything was. You don't want it to be in shambles. You, you know, this is, we want to be respectful of everybody that's there. Um, I think the last time I was in Arlington was about four years ago. Oh. And um, it was, I, I, I hate to say, it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a completely different experience for me four years ago because I was actually, when I was there, there was a funeral. Mm-hmm. Someone was being buried there. And it's completely different. I mean, it's nice and quiet and peaceful there. When that is going on, man, you, you really start thinking mm-hmm. because you start seeing the human factor of this. You do. And in Arlington, there's a lot of there's a lot of burial grounds throughout the world where Americans are. Mm-hmm. Uh, other nationalities, of course, but uh, there, it, it, there's a lot of Americans. And, Probably one of the biggest people know is Normandy. Exactly. If you go there, you see they are, in the past, they observed the day and they took care of those graves. People honestly get on waiting lists 
to volunteer to do that. I mean, they it's it's amazing how deep it is there and how it's not here. Yeah, and that's that's that to me it's just opposite of the, the way it should be. I mean, they're grateful that we you know you know liberated their country, and they and they show that even even to this day. But there is waiting list to people who get to go in and be caretakers. It's it's hard to to think about that tr- truly. You know, I think about, you know, there was a story I read about Normandy that um, a young girl went back every year to take care of a soldier, mm-hmm. you know, his, his grave. She had no idea who he was, just that was a soldier that helped liberate her town. Mm-hmm. Um, she just recently passed. But she was there every year, and yet we have a hard time um, seeing it. One of the things that I had a hard time with was, um, so my father passed away, gosh, almost 30 years ago mm-hmm. going to his gravesite and seeing people who have taken the flag off of graves and thrown them down that killed him mm-hmm. enrages me mm-hmm. um and you know, people just don't have that respect anymore mm-hmm. it doesn't and and that's just the environment of our country um the way morals have changed and shifted throughout the years decades um, it's it's alarming. It really is to see that the little respect we Americans or the Americans do in that sense, as opposed to other countries where they are still grateful. Yeah. For our for our, for our servicemen's sacrifices. But yet we so. forget so easily. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So well, I don't want to run this long because it is well. This is Saturday before Memorial Day. You guys are all going to be seeing this on Memorial Day when we release it. But thank you, uh, thank you so much for number one your service, and number two for coming on the podcast. No, no problem. I enjoyed it, and let me know if you want to have me over again sometime, maybe to work on some of these toys that we have. Here. Yeah, I'm sure. So, I'm sure the two of us could get, could get into some trouble with some of the stuff we could build. We could. We, could, we really could. <laughs> don't tell the uh, don't tell ATF. the wives. Yeah, yeah or the ATF. Well, the ATF yeah. Yeah. I'd be more worried about our wives before I worry about yeah, the me ATF. too. Because we're not going to do things illegal. Just, <laughs> our wives might think it's immoral. We, yeah, we just spent, we just spent a little too much money on on well. We don't think it's too much money, but <laughs> but you got to remember, my wife's into horse things, so that's she, true. So she has a, she has an expensive hobby of her own, that's true. and photography. So she does a lot of photography. But yeah, but thanks again, Jason. Yeah, I appreciate thank you, you so having me much. on here. Yeah, yeah. And let's do it again sometime. And yeah. thanks for the hat. I'll wear Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And guys, remember what Memorial Day really is. With that, thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. <laughs> So, man, it's getting hot in here with all this. What's that? It's getting hot in there with, here with all these lights. Um, so you just want me to introduce you? Sure, I love that. That's fine. When we say Lonnie Robinson, <laughs> where are you gonna do it? This <laughs> is this asshole that I know. This will be the blooper reel. <laughs> I know this asshole, and he's here in my office right now. <laughs> Thought I f-ing got rid of this guy when I got rid of my FFL, but somehow he just kept. He just back. follows me, follows me all over.